0: This season, the Old Gold Club and Wolves TV Matchday Live are powered by Blythe Group. An industry-leading construction company and family-run business since 1982, driving investment and infrastructure across the UK. Blythe Group's mission is to provide an unrivaled service based on innovative, bespoke building solutions and comprehensive customer support. If you're a skilled tradesperson and you want to join the team that powers our team, contact their bases in Wolverhampton, Manchester or Maidenhead via theblythgroup.co.uk. Blyth Group. Group, Big enough to deliver, small enough to care. The Old Gold Club. Powered by Blyth Group. Official partner of Wolverhampton Wanderers. So Hello there and welcome along to another episode of Old Gold Club, my golden game. I'm Mikey Burrows and all the way through we have promised you that it wouldn't just be former players or fans or interesting people that would come on. Uh, We have got on the leader of the pack himself. Connor Cody all right pal
1: hello mate you okay
0: I'm good man I'm yeah. good we should explain to people that we're in the players lounge and I might have gone a bit overboard with the social distancing
1: <laughs> you've got a bit far I think it's more than two meters this mate <laughs> I, I didn't yeah.
0: want to I didn't want to take I didn't want any responsibility <laughs> no risks no yeah No risk, mate. It'll keep <laughs> you as far away as possible um how are you
1: brilliant mate yeah absolutely over the moon it's it's uh, it's a good day yeah made up
0: yeah a new contract yeah I I don't know whether you're going to mention it.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, (laughs) because
0: this is a a special episode to mark the fact that you have signed a new contract. Um, It's one of those things where like your kind of career path through this football club is kind of remarkable in a way. So people always kind of say to you in these things like, oh, was there ever any doubt? Like, did you want to think? And I kind of think, well, no. Surely there wasn't?
1: Yeah, no, in terms of... Like you said, today's a great day. I I didn't know you were going to mention it then. I didn't know what was going (laughs) to happen.
0: No, no, we're just going to forget it
1: for 20 minutes. It's an an incredible day. And and honestly, I I, I look at what this club has given me over the years and it's incredible. Uh, It feels like a home to me. And it has done since the first day I came. It's it's something I'm honoured to play with this football club every day. So to to sign a new deal is absolutely incredible and something that I want to keep on improving and helping this club as much as I possibly can.
0: Is it weird what do you feel like like because people now look at you it's like Connor Cody Wolves
1: <laughs> yeah it's I'll be honest with you mate it's not weird at all this is this is somewhere where over five years I've come to love it's from the first day I came here it was it was incredible the way people treated me and what the club gave me I was I was lucky when I was at Huddersfield that a club like Wolves came in for me because I remember being there and getting a phone call and it was like wow yeah, let's get, let's get sorted, let's get it done because I knew I'm a, I'm a football fan first and foremost and I, I knew how big Wolves was and like I said, I, I'm lucky a club like Wolves coming in for me but over the five years of being been incredible. I've had kids, this is all my kids know, my family knows, this is all my family knows is Wolverhampton Wanderers and whenever I play overnight and my kids can't watch, they come wake me up the next morning and ask me what score I got on and different things so this is all my family have known so it's something I love, I love being part of every day and to be a part of this day is absolutely amazing for me.
0: Would you say your kids are Wolves fans?
1: Oh, without a doubt that's all they've known that's all they've known I watch football every night in the house but it's always Wolves my me, me little man Henry now he's, he's five he plays FIFA and he's always Wolves and he's even getting the other lads on the back of his shirt and now he's not getting Dad no more or Cody's <laughs> getting Raul and Nevers and Adama and, and different things mate. honestly so th- this is all they know they've only known the dad playing for this football club and it's an incredible football club and it's as much their lives as what it is mine as well
0: Is there a bit of you that's disappointed they're not getting Dad on the back? <laughs>
1: now there is yeah I'm only getting down on my little man he's only one he can't choose so it feels a bit uh, like they're growing up to be honest with you but no it's great like I said they they love the club they love coming here I know they can't come at the minute because of the situations and they, they can't wait to get themselves back. But like I said, it's a massive part of their life as well as mine.
0: Yeah. I mean, the reason I ask that is because, I mean, your kids have got ridiculous amount of football shirts. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to know who they're supporting <laughs> at any one
1: time. Yeah, it's all they wear. It's only wear, mate. It's the easiest thing to put on. They don't want to wear anything else. If if Amy, my wife, says, I'm going to put a pair of jeans on, they go ballistic, they want a football kit on. So we have to get quite a few and that's all they wear all the time. Yeah.
0: That strikes me that, like, they take after you in that regard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't like wearing jeans myself, even now, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Yeah. If she says to me, I'm putting jeans on you like, no. <laughs> No, it's uh, that's what they wear. They uh, they they enjoy it. And listen, if you want to wear football kits, you can wear football kits. That's great.
0: Um, People forget that you came here as a kind of all-action, box-to-box midfielder. Then you had a spell as a right back, and then I remember, um, I remember talking. I think it was to Danny, Danny Barr, at the end of kind of the Paul Lambert era. And he was saying like, that you'd done some stuff in training where you were looking at a back three
1: yeah.
0: and you were going to be on the right of it. Yeah. And then obviously Nuno came in and, and the, the revolution happened.
1: Yeah, it was, it was obviously towards the end of that season and I think he was kind of planning for the next season, obviously circumstances happened and things happened, but I think he was kind of planning and it was, like you said, it was on the right-hand side of it and listen, it's it's all about improving and getting better and listening and, and embracing whatever manager wants to wants to put you in different places and luckily the manager came into the club that season and, and since then it's been absolutely incredible, but I've said it plenty of times to yourself, to, to loads of people in interviews, that when a manager come in, all I wanted to do was learn, he could have put me wherever he wanted and there was no problem, as long as I was trying to help him trying to help the club trying to help the staff and more importantly trying to help my teammates then I weren't really bothered so I found myself in the middle of a back three and I've loved every minute of it since
0: But is there something about you that that suited that situation because you say like you would have gone anywhere Like yeah. if, if it had said you I want you to go up front <laughs> it might not have worked out the same
1: I'd give it a good go <laughs> I'd give it a good go mate no it's like I said it, it was something managers have different ideas and our manager had a, had a certain idea when he comes to the club a certain identity that he wanted to bring to the club and, and luckily since then it's been incredible and it's up to us to keep improving it but I'll always remember when he came in because he put me there and the first thought was let's try and get better and let's try and improve and let's try and help him and the and my teammates and luckily it's been okay since then
0: um, This is my golden game Yeah you have 239 to choose from yeah. we've just been talking before we started going through absolutely loads <laughs> so I don't know how you're actually going to so pick you one me
1: up really because you put it on my toes yeah. Come in. yeah well
0: it's... we thought that like if we didn't tell you beforehand then you'd just be like ah oh, no bang
1: yeah yeah no there's there's been so many mate like you said we've, we've we spoke about quite a few the, you look back to when we got promoted Cardiff and uh, Middlesbrough, God, it's, I'll remember them till till the day I die, honestly, it was incredible season, incredible game, and I think that was the week, wasn't it, where we looked at it and we said, yeah, we're close now, do you know what I mean? Because I remember that week was, I think it was Cardiff, Hull, Middlesbrough, or the other way around, Middlesbrough, Hull, Cardiff, was it? Was yeah, it? It was Middlesbrough I think in the middle. first, yeah. And Young Oscar scored, didn't he? And I remember that being a massive point for us, and obviously we went to Cardiff or Middlesbrough at the end of the week, and I knew after that, after that game we sat on the bus and you could just tell the boys were mentally exhausted. Honestly, the boys sat on the bus and it was the first time ever a couple of lads asked for a beer and the gaffer said, yeah, have a beer because you could tell the lads were just like in the the, back of the bus, heads on the chair, knackered. So there's them two you look at, but I think for me, I look at all the games of the Premier League. This is the pinnacle of English football. I think this is where this this club always deserved to be and needed to be. So I'll pick a game from them. Uh, it was actually in the cup, in the FA Cup, but it was also against one of the top teams, Manchester United at home. It's incredible, mate. It's something that'll stick with me for forever and ever and ever. And to go back to having crowds in the in the stadium, you look back at a game like that, and you miss it so so much. Do you know what I mean? Like at the minute with what's going on, it's so hard. Honestly, it's so so tough to to miss the supporters and. The push that they give you in a game, and that night, you'll agree yourself that the, the atmosphere—I don't think I've ever heard anything like it my whole entire life. So that game for me is definitely me hit me golden game, honestly.
0: How did you feel beforehand? Because, um, I. There's a weird level of expectation sometimes around it because this football club hadn't got that far yeah. for an awful long time. But I remember like the the South Bank had the, all the flags yeah. they were waving, and the weather was horrible. I think it was the everywhere. night before, the, so they the, had to the
1: flags. Yeah, it was all the way around.
0: But they put all the flags out, and then there was a storm came through yeah. and got rid of loads of them. So they had to go out and put them back out again. Yeah. But like, it felt like a big occasion, fans yeah. wise. Yeah. what's it like in the dressing room at that time?
1: Even bigger. Even be. I think I think we knew. I think we knew when we when we got through the quarters it was it was something that we knew we'd be playing Manchester United, or when we found out we'd be playing Manchester United. I think you could feel a buzz, you can feel a buzz within the city, you can feel a buzz with the supporters leading up to the game. Uh, even the Premier League games before that, and you can feel something, you can feel people looking forward to it. I, I can't explain the feeling, it's strange, and that same feeling goes through the changing room. I think people think sometimes that footballers don't get these feelings. We're human beings, we're, we're football fans more than anything, and we want to win every time we step over that white line. We want to win a game of football, and the feeling in a game like that, I can't describe it to the, the adrenaline, the the nervous energy you get in your belly leading up to it is, is absolutely incredible. We felt it in the hotel, you could feel it in the city. We always go for a bit of a walk, me and John, and get like a bit of a coffee in the day. And you could feel everything about it. And then when we get to the ground and we see all the flags, obviously when you go out and see the pitch before the game, you know do you know what I mean you know it's it's game time it's 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 here now it's ready and I think the feeling was and the best feeling about it I think when you feel like that that nervous energy and that adrenaline that takes you to a game and I think in a big game like that it's needed and as I mentioned before the, the crowd that night was, was it was sensational and something I remember forever
0: Is there a moment when that goes?
1: Within the game yeah you, you start the nervous energy goes as soon as you as soon as you walk out and you line up and obviously you see the crowd and you see everything and then you run towards the South Bank and you see all the crowd and then obviously Wolver- the high old Wolverhampton song kicks in everything goes then, do you know what I mean, yeah, it's then ready to play but the push that you get from that and the feeling that you get and that extra 10, 20, 30% that that gives you honestly it's incredible, I can't explain the, the feeling you get and you got that when you ran towards the South Bank getting ready to start the game so honestly it's, it's something I remember and then the goal flew in, obviously Raoul's goal, talk back to Raoul's goal and I watch it again over and over whenever I watch it now I watch it a few times I won't just watch it once because I watch it from behind and then obviously you see the crowd erupt and he shoots off and off we go. It's-
0: see this is an interesting thing actually that, yeah. I was, that you've kind of raised because I see big moments yeah from like in my mind it's not the TV it's from how I saw it at the yeah. time like from my seat yeah in the press box so when you think back to that yeah are you kind of picturing how it looked on the tv when you've seen it back or how it was yeah where i was
1: yeah where i was because i was right behind it if you watch the way ral swivels and shoots if you watch the way ral swivels and shoots it's as i'm right behind it it goes through someone's legs i think and obviously goes into the corner and that's what ral can do he's an incredible footballer but you look at it from where i was on the pitch and honestly the the eruption behind the goal was absolutely incredible And, and I shot off, uh, I think it was the first two, and I slid, and I nearly took him into the South Bank. I slid that much because he was on his knees at the time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the feeling and, and, and what you got that game was... <sighs> because you do
0: have a reputation for being the first to celebrations <laughs> but I think that is the fastest I've ever seen you run ever. in five years.
1: Ever, honestly it's, it was, it, it's when we score, I don't score many as you know and as you point out to me every time I see you, I don't score many so the feeling of a goal and when one of your mates scores a goal on the pitch, honestly I, like I said, I'm, I'm a football fan first and foremost so I get that feeling of what people get in the crowd I'm just lucky enough that I get a chance to run and celebrate with Raul or Daniel or whoever scores, Adama, whoever scores Ruben, I, I'm lucky enough I get the chance to go and celebrate with them so yeah the feeling when one of the boys scores incredible
0: yeah but it's not just that you go and celebrate with them it's that you're the first one there <laughs> like you literally run past other people <laughs> to get
1: there it's, it's crazy but it's how, brilliant that's how I get my high speed numbers up We wear GPS and that's how I get my numbers up mate with the uh, with the celebration but uh, yeah the, the feel, it's just a feeling honestly I can't, I can't explain it I think loads of people mention it to me about my celebrations but when one of the lads scores like your mate score and it's incredible isn't it
0: well, because it's just that thing of, like, other people might, like, turn and go and celebrate with the keeper, like, in your position, but you're like, absolutely not, I know there's going to be photos of this, I'm getting on top of it.
1: Oh, no, it's got nothing to do with the photo, don't be putting that on me, it's got nothing to do with the photo, <laughs> nothing to do with the photo, no, it's, just honestly, it's just, just that feeling that you get, it's like like I said, your mate scored a goal, and I'm, like, a supporter, I'm just lucky enough I get a chance to celebrate with them.
0: Because there's a, a great image. Um, they had a camera be in the South Bank yeah. for Jota's goal. Oh,
1: incredible. Incredible enough. And, I've seen a,
0: it. and it, that is probably one that, because I've watched that video so many times, yeah. that goal now, I do view it yeah. from that view. Yeah,
1: and that's inc- I've seen that one. I've seen that one. It goes in a in slow-mo, doesn't it? You obviously see him scoring in the near post in slow-mo and the reaction of the crowd and the way it goes. And then he's jumping in the corner. I always remember his celebration where he's jumping in the corner and you can see how much it means to him, but not just to him. I think to... 30,000 people in that crowd, and that's in Molyneux that night. I think the feeling that everybody got of ecstasy and enjoying the moment, I think that's something we'll remember forever
0: but it also clearly meant a lot to you because you could I mean I joke with you about scoring goals but like you could have picked like Bolton where it's effectively the title was secured and you got to score the penalty you know you I was joking with you you could have picked Crawley with the diving (laughs) header at the far post but this is the thing like you know that's the this is the one that stands out to you
1: yeah uh, and listen loads of people ask me about scoring goals and you've not had a shot I think there's a stat of me not having a shot or something and something silly but I'm part of a team that I've got a job to do for for this football club and this team and I think as long as I'm doing that my job for this team is, isn't going and scoring goals and scoring from 35 yards we've got wonderful players in our team who do that so to pick a game where I scored I think it's a bit daft it was a fantastic day that Bolton day because more importantly it secured the, the championship at the time it wasn't important about me scoring it was nice but more importantly, that day was we about securing the championship. But I couldn't. It's it's not for me to worry about scoring goals. I've got a job to do for this club, for, for our manager, and, and obviously my teammates. That I'll do to the best of my ability, and that's not scoring goals, so it doesn't really bother me.
0: Because for you, it's like it feels like even though you've been here five years, which is not a huge amount of time. It isn't football, I guess, yeah. but like it feels like there's been like three eras. Hmm. to your time here do you know what I mean yeah, like the, yeah. and and you could have picked something from kind of each of them I guess because there were there were even elements like we were talking about the Liverpool FA Cup win where yeah. it kind of came out of nowhere and there yeah. were 9,000 people and for you especially yeah. that must have been an unreal day.
1: Crazy crazy and do you know what it makes it feel like you said it's not that long really In life in football i think it's quite long five years i think in life i don't think five years is that long and you look back and you see how far this football club has come from that day to now it's i think it's remarkable i think it's a testament to the owners to the manager to everybody and the way this the direction this football club's changed but that day like you say, you can pick one from from each era but that day was it was strange really do you know what I mean because we weren't on the best of runs we weren't doing that well in the league in the, it, it, at that time and in that season and i think when we we were all excited about going to Anfield and for me it was special because obviously I come through Liverpool supported Liverpool when I was a kid but it was special for me and all I wanted to do was win <laughs> do you know what I mean and you get that feeling and you say that to people and people go well oh, I on got a minute do you know what I mean Wolves is struggling in the champion? You're gonna go and beat Liverpool, and that's all I wanted to do. I just want to win. Don't tell me about anything else. I don't care about playing remarkably well. If we win, we win. That's all I want to do. Just go there and win, and the feeling of it to to go there and do it. And listen, that day was amazing. Winning, I think we can all agree. The 9,000 Wolves fans there, I remember celebrating at the end in front of them, and the feeling of it was was absolutely incredible. But lucky, l- luckily, as part of this club, and the years after, I've I've had a few feelings like that after it as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, we talk about Man City at home. Yeah last season though the bit I love about it is that you said to me like we conceded two goals yeah. so it doesn't really rate
1: yeah see, I, I, that night was incredible I think for football and, and looking at like a spectacle of football where goals are going in but you know when you're defending you can see two you go oh, gee, do you, like, you don't want to do that do you know what I mean I, I'd, I'd be more inclined to pick Man City away <laughs> Man City away we said before didn't we we, yeah. we you keep a clean season and the scores too but listen I think as a spectacle for football and and actually, putting where this club has come over the years to come back against Manchester City. Who, by the way, when they went down to ten men, it still felt like they had twelve. Do you know what I mean? That's how good they are. And yeah. That's what you come up against when you come up against Manchester City. So the character of the boys that night was incredible. And again, you look at the crowd who sucked the ball into the net. That helps, honestly. And I can't tell you how much I'm missing it at the minute.
0: But I think that, that I think you know people who are listening to this might agree that it it's that element of your character that I think makes people like you as a person and the way you go about it no because like for instance you know we spoke a little bit after um the severe game yeah in germany and it's that kind of element of and i was kept trying to say to you like you know take a step back and and look at where you've come from mm. but and i know it was raw at the time but in yeah. your head it was like we lost so
1: yeah yeah and we were close we were close i still look back on that it's it's similar I think as football players when you become when you get to where you want to be I, I don't think you look at it in terms of oh we've come so far I look back now and listen the the achievement was incredible and I think we'll all everybody who's associated, associated with this football club would say the achievement was brilliant but it was the same with the FA Cup we were, we were inches we were inches away from taking Sevilla to where we wanted to go whether that be extra time obviously we obviously missed the, the penalty on the night with Raul and you're so, so close. Because you're so, so close, it makes it that harder and that, that much harder. But you look back now and listen, it was incredible to take this, to, to get to a Europa League semi-quarter final with this football club. But like I said, we was speaking to you after the game and the feeling that you get, it's, it's not a nice one, honestly.
0: Yeah. Um, I have to say, though, part of, I think, the reason why fans fell in love with you was um, the Leicester pre-season game under Nuno. Oh, I
1: remember, yeah. Because yeah.
0: it was the documentary. Yeah. And I think, you know, you're honest enough that there would have been some fans who were like, well, he's you know, midfielder. What is he? Like, we don't really know. Get him out. Yeah. Well, were, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's life, isn't it? Yeah, that's of football. It is. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't think people realised the role you played in the dressing room and having the cameras in the dressing room. Because everybody was like, I never realised he was like that. And I was like, well, I knew he was like that. Yeah. That's, what, that's what he's like all around. But it kind of like showed. A different side of you that leadership side of you that people then saw that's what's important?
1: Yeah I think I think it's massive it, I think people look at it and they look at footballers and football and it's just what goes on on the pitch on a Saturday and listen that's the most important thing that will always be the most important thing what happens over the white line of a Saturday or a Sunday whenever you, you come to play in the Premier League or whenever you come to play your games on a weekend that's the most important but there's so much more to football you spend I spend more time with my teammates than what I spend with my family alone with my wife with my kids so the feeling you get when you're with them, it's like you're with family, it's like you're with your brothers, do you know what I mean? Because you spend that much time with them and that's no different for us here. The, the team spirit, everything, and it's, it's vital that we're like that in the changing room. <laughs> Listen, that went for the cameras. The majority of the lads are the same. It's not just me, honestly. It's majority of the boys are the same. But I think it was good, obviously, for the supporters to see what the lads were like inside the dressing room. But I think it's important to know that football, obviously, the most important thing is what happens out there but there's a whole different side of what happens every single day in the training ground. You give 110% every day in training to work hard and get better. And then you have that camaraderie between the boys because like I said, I, I spend more time with them and I see them more than I see my wife and my children. So it's important you have that and listen, that's just me and I'll never change in terms of that. No.
0: But that's why like when you finally got to pull on the three lions and I remember sat, being sat there watching it in my kind of Cody yeah. Leader of the Pack t-shirt and... I looked at you going down the line and I was like I don't know like I felt I felt nervous for you. Mm. And 30 seconds in all you could hear was you shouting and I was like he's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it was honestly I I can't tell you the the, the butterflies had in my belly that day I didn't sleep a wink the night before honestly I, I remember speaking to the manager i came come back the day after and the manager spoke to me and he, he was fantastic he said he watched the game and, and different things and told me what I needed to improve on as the manager always does but I had a chat with him and I said to him like, I didn't sleep a wink the night before because this was something for me that I'd never ever envisaged in my whole life do you know what I mean to, to play for England to, to be with England first and foremost I think even if I hadn't played and people might say different things about this quote but even if he hadn't played the whole experience would have been incredible for me honestly to go with them players world class players to to learn off the national team manager to, to get to the pinnacle of any Englishman's career it would have been an incredible week but then to go and obviously put the shirt on put a number four shirt on the back with, with your name on and then obviously you've got the uh, the game on the front of your shirt and, and the badge uh, I, I can't explain the, the feeling I got for it and walking out and even that day I, I promised myself that day I'll have a sleep today I'll sleep I'll, I'll have a little nap because I need one because I didn't sleep the night before nah I was on the phone all day <laughs> people might tell you I'm on FaceTime all the time to family and friends and different things I'm on FaceTime all day there was no chance of me sleeping and then and then uh, you obviously get ready for the game then and it's the same then it's the same as when I play football you get that nervous nervous energy that, ang- that anxiety that comes comes on you and then when you're walking out the, the feeling was absolutely incredible but as soon as the game starts you're away then it's okay and everybody told me leading up to that trip just to be yourself just to try your best to be yourself and go there and help them help them and that's the biggest thing that I can say about me myself that I, that's all I'm here to do I'm not here to pull down any trees and be the best player in the world. as long as I'm helping people that's all I care about and luckily on the night I managed to do okay
0: but do you know what was really nice about it and it's happened to a few people Like I remember on Jolly and Lescott's episode of Old Gold Club yeah. we talked about this that like everyone who's a Wolves fan like felt it and felt like took some ownership yeah. of it yeah. you know like the pride yeah. that you're captain of this football club and you're going out there, like, and you've seen some of the people who are getting like photos and yeah. pictures made up of it all and yeah. stuff.
1: Honestly, I, I could feel it, mate. I could feel it. I'm not on social media or anything like that, and but I could feel it. I could. I had people messaging me, Wolves fans messaging me, different people messaging me about it, and then, like I said, I could just feel it. And listen, that trip and that game wasn't just for I think I've said it to you after it wasn't just for me it was for I think it was for everything everybody connected with this football club because without this football club over the last five five years I would never have been able to do that so I think everybody connected with this football club that was for them as well as obviously me making my debut there
0: and the beauty of it is that now we might get to do another my golden game in a couple of years time because maybe hopefully your real golden game is still yet to come
1: (laughs) It, it, it's something I'm always here, mate. I'm always here if you want to do one. I'm always I'm here for a few more years now, so yeah, I'm always here if you need, if you want to do one. Yeah,
0: yeah but the point I'm making is that, like, in the next five years, yeah. who knows where you could end up? Who knows what we could achieve?
1: Well, that's it, and we, we want to carry on improving. Listen, we want to carry on improving, I think. I think everybody knows how much I, I love being here, how much I want to be a part of this football club and luckily today I, c- I can say I'm a part of it for, for many many more years which is which is fantastic for me and me and my family. But I think the most important thing is not me signing this today, it's improving this football club tomorrow and the day after and the day after and the day after. It doesn't matter about this. This is only giving me time to try and help this football club and I think as long as I'm doing that, I'll be really, really happy. So hopefully we keep on improving, keep on getting better and, and most importantly listen to the manager. Thanks for listening to the Old Goal Club. Powered by Blythe Group. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review and rating from wherever you get your podcasts. Wolves TV, the home of live uninterrupted radio commentary of every single Wolves game. But that's not all. Wolves TV also brings you extended and alternative match highlights, interviews with the team, behind-the-scenes features and training coverage, plus see every goal Wolves score from every angle. So check out Wolves TV online at wolves.co.uk or on the move via the Wolves app.